This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Did your survivor survive yesterday in the NFL? Because uh, if you had the undefeated 49ers, you're out. You had the undefeated Eagles, you're out. The Jets and the Browns (laughs) ruined people's lives yesterday. They certainly did. And the Bills almost wrecked our new survivor pool. Apparently... Woods, or you were out already. I'm out already. But, uh, Bills Paul, already wrecked Paul, mine. Adam, and myself, we all took the Bills. <laughs> Seemed like a pretty easy pick on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, against the D- Daniel Jets. Jones was out. The Giants have been absolutely Giants, hor- I mean. horrific on uh, primetime games. I'm so glad I didn't bet on that game because I, did. I, I just didn't feel comfortable. It was a 15-point spread, I think. I read some stupid thing. guy probably works for a gambling site. And put it out, and I was like, well, it looks good to me. I mean, I would have taken the Bills Idiot. over the Giants, even with Daniel Jones. And you're like, oh, they're throwing their back up out there? Like, come the, on, the, easy the, money. The, Bill, uh, the Giants have not scored a touchdown in over 200 minutes. Yeah, yeah. They're terrible. And they I was ha- in the pregame show, and one of the hosts was like, it was, oh, who's, who is everybody picking? And they every single person picked the Bills. Of course. Somebody, I think Jason Garrett, maybe. He's like... <laughs> They've played one good half of football the whole all year. year long. Yep. So I, I saw a stat yesterday, and I will admit it. I picked the Bills. They should have lost that game Oh, yesterday. easily. There was a uh, – at the end of the first half, the Giants had the ball right at the goal line, but no timeouts, and Tyrod Taylor apparently audible to a running play, and they got stopped at the line of scrimmage. They could not stop it or spike it. They lost out on at least a field goal there, if not a second chance at a touchdown. So that cost them three to seven points. And then the referees uh, missed a holding call on a... First of all, they called pass interference with no time left in the end zone when the Giants had a chance to win it on the last play. Correct call. So they had an untimed down at the one. They tried passing again. Another, you know, grab of the jersey was not called this time, and the Bills survived fourteen to nine. I saw a stat on that game last night. The Giants had more passing yards, more rushing yards, more first downs, fewer turnovers. When you do that, you the the teams that had done that were one hundred and thirty four and zero in the last one hundred and thirty four games. You do not lose NFL games when you out yardage and you know. Take care of the ball better than your opponent. You always win, except 
they didn't win. They lost to the Buffalo Bills last night. So uh, the Bills did survive and uh, keep our survivor picks intact. And then I'm still alive in the uh, the the afternoon shows one as well. They were down to like 25. They started with like 68 people. Now they were down to 25. I'd imagine that at least a few people lost yesterday with the 49ers and Eagles both going down on the road. How does that happen? Well, the 49ers lost both Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. That'll do it. And, and the Browns have a, a good Their defense. defense is solid, man. And, you know, at some point, you know, no team goes undefeated for a reason. You just have a bad day. It usually happens on the road. You don't expect it to happen when P.J. Walker is quarterbacking for the Browns. Uh, and you miss a field goal, 41-yarder to win the game. The Jake Moody had a chance to win it for the 49ers at the end. He missed that. you got to have gotta a lot make of things that field go wrong. Goal. You do. you got to make that field you goal. You do. I don't think it's going to ultimately torpedo the 49ers season. They're going to be fine at the end. I was looking. There was another. Which game freaked me out at first? Oh, Carolina and the Dolphins. 14 nothing Carolina at the yeah, early. They're up 14 nothing in the second quarter. I'm like, Oh no! Like what is happening today? And then Miami figured it out. They they figured it out. But the Eagles, I thought, just looked bad. The Eagles just looked bad in their game against the Jets. They were up fourteen to three, and then shut it down. And uh, Jalen Hurts threw three picks. A couple of them were really, really bad yeah, in that my fantasy game. Quarterback, I know it well. And uh, fantastic work. You know the Jets do have a decent defense, but they they really shouldn't be able to beat the Eagles even at home. Uh, but they get the twenty to fourteen win. And guess now who has tied for the best record in all of football? The Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are now tied for the best record in football after uh, Jared Goff throws for 353 yards, two touchdowns, and a 20-6 win over the Tampa Bay Bucs, which is a... Kind of a legit win again for the for the Detroit Lions. We gave them no love last week, none whatsoever. When the uh, the the Lions were sitting at four and one, we were going through all the conferences, the you know the pretenders and the contenders and all that crap. We didn't give the Lions any love, and they deserve they deserve some love. That is, uh, it doesn't matter who you play, Ben, in the NFL. It, that's an accomplishment to be five and one, and you look at them and what they've added. Um, and the way that they're running that football team right now, and the way that Jared Goff's playing, five and one is is quite an accomplishment, and they should be really, really uh, happy about how their season has started. And they're a fun ass team to watch, a really, really fun team to watch. Had a lot of quarterback injuries yesterday yeah. as well. Justin Fields left with, uh, I believe they're calling it a dislocated thumb. That's the reporting. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had to be taken to the hospital with a back injury, but oh. the Patriots are so bad. That the Raiders were able to win that game anyway. Mac Jones just looks terrible. I don't know what they're going to do in New England, but uh, you see Bill throw the uh, clipboard, throw the headset, iPad. Yeah, whatever. Sure, Boston radio is fun today. Oh, it's so good, (laughs) so good. Noodle arm, Mac Jones got a noodle arm. Mac got a noodle arm. It's fantastic. Ah, they've had their run. You know, listen, I don't feel bad for Patriots or Patriots fans at all. You have seven rings or something. Any sports fan from the New England area? No, zero percent. You've got it all. You got <laughs> baseball, you got basketball, you got football. They have hockey. hockey. Yeah, yeah, you got hockey. Bruins have won. Suck it. Sorry. Your time is done. Let's get a shift out here to the West Coast. Need a contestant for Take on Woods if you want to join us now that he's back. Chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. Who knows? Maybe you'll go... Uh, to the sphere while you're there. Uh, we will give you some tickets to Frankie Valley in the That's four seasons. That's close to the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. 833-288-0973 if you want to call in. We'll play our game here in just a couple of minutes. Speaking of quarterback news, did you see Aaron Rodgers uh, throwing some, some pregame passes? No crutches. No crutches. 
Wow. I mean, not wow. obviously not ready to come back yet, but it just, certainly seems like a sign that his recovery is going well. And with the Jets now at three and three, which is you can throw a blanket over half the NFL teams are like three and three right, right. now. Yeah, that win kind of changed a lot of things yeah. for the Jets because everyone's assuming that's well, that's a loss. You're two and four. You're not really a playoff contender. Now the Jets look and go, hey, we sneak a few more wins out. We get Aaron Aaron Rodgers Rodgers back back late. And you can start thinking kind of a little hopeful thoughts if you're a New York Jets fan at this point. we all know how it's going to end. It's the Jets. You know what's going to happen. Right. You know? How do you do – how do you – I mean, that's a testament to Aaron Rodgers, man. He's – He's something. He's just, what's he doing? He's pumping age, stem cells in there. That like, man what's has happening? accomplished. Would anyone blame him if he goes? I just I can't. No, and he's, he's, like, he's clearly committed yeah, to to getting insane. back. It's, it's pretty wild. It's nuts. We'll see if it happens. But I mean, I still you still got to be nervous as hell, man. Playing on a reconstructed leg. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Uh, Rams got a win over the Cardinals. Cooper Cup got his first touchdown of the season. That Kyron Williams had a big game, 158 yards and a touchdown. Is he on your fantasy Fight, team? No, I can... Fighting Irish, baby. Oh, Fighting Irish. That's the. Uh, you guys want to talk college football, there. Ben? Or what? We'll, we we'll talk some yeah, college football we... coming up here in a second. Okay. Yeah, uh, I've been waiting patiently. And then, of course, tonight is Monday Night Football here on 97.3 The Fan. It will be the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers from SoFi Stadium. Uh, fairly big game for both teams, obviously. Yeah. And uh, you said uh, you're cheering against this. Bo- this bothered me. You're going up against Dak Prescott. Yeah, I need him to have a terrible game. Just hand it off. But uh, yeah, well, <laughs> just hand it I, off. I, they, uh, Cowboys win. Hand off. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a bunch of Dak interceptions tonight. God, I, really, that helps the Chargers. That could really so. help my fantasy I can team. See though. that. It I really can see would. that. But uh, so we'll have that for you tonight. Here on 97.3 The Fan, uh, Chargers and Cowboys after the Gwen and Chris show that is coming up this evening. And that will wrap up week six of the NFL season. Uh, do we have a contestant? My computer's not working here, Paulie. We, we still need one. 833-288-0973. Yeah, Take on Woods is uh, is coming up here, but we need a contestant to play this game. It's hard so. to play without a contestant. <laughs> that is true. So let me know when we get someone because I cannot see on my computer here if anyone's calling in like I normally can. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, yeah, if you want to talk about the uh, college football, we will get into that for sure. I would love to. What happened? What happened? What happened to what? Caleb Williams. What happened? They had been playing terribly every week. The Heisman week. Trophy I mean, winner. Certainly looked like they were on their way to a loss the last few weeks. I thought Notre Dame was going to win this game. But what Especially happened? in Notre Dame. Three picks. Yeah. I was uh, Tough day. not surprised by the result of that game. Every, I was was Notre Dame was favored, weren't they? Minus three. Yeah, uh, there was a reason for that. The USC Trojans has, have not looked like a complete game team the last few weeks. Yeah, just ready now. What happened to Dion though on Friday oh, night? Oh god. my god! Was I thought the so story. so? I'm we're getting ready to head out for dinner in Vegas, and I'm looking at my bet thing, and I'm like. What's the line? 13 or something? I was like, all right, I'll try it again. We get downstairs. We're playing some cards. I'm like, 29 nothing. This is the easiest money I ever made. I had money no. on that game, too, and I, I went to sleep, I, and I, I did. woke up on Saturday morning. I did have the over as well. So it's like, 29? <laughs> How'd you lose this game? I'm like, what, what happened? What happened in that game? What happened? I didn't see it. What happened? I didn't either because once it was 29 nothing. You shut it I off. Just turned, stop yeah, it turning it off. There's PM. no reason to watch. Stanford's terrible. There's no reason to watch. It's like uh, it's like it's like 28 three in the they, Super Bowl. They did a Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, Dion was on Weekend Update oh and they asked God, him what happened. So he goes, "I went home at halftime. I thought we were going to win." <laughs> 
Kenan, Kenan Thompson was oh, that's phenomenal. It was Find that if you can, so Find it if you can. I want to play it. That surprises anyone. I went home at halftime. <laughs> that like, is Let me tell you one thing, though, Colin. He's like, who's got it better than us? He's like, well, uh, Notre Dame. Yep. Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. He goes, yep. Yep. Oh, yep. I've heard right. of them. Yep. They're good. Yep. <laughs> That's amazing. 29 nothing. That's brutal. All right, looks like we got a challenger for you, Woods. Let's get to it. Let's play some Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. All right, let's welcome John as our contestant this morning. Uh, Woods has left the studio. John, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. All right, you are in. Uh, as I mentioned, we got a trip for two to Vegas on the line. Tickets to Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons at the Westgate Las Vegas. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino featuring newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, bringing back the legendary Vegas fun. Your advantage is picking our category in our musical trivia challenge. Your choices are getting your Zs. Those are five artists with a name that begins with the letter Z. The mystery category, won't tell you much about that one, except uh, the two-second song will give you the big hint. And Mamma Mia is our final category, five songs with the word Mama in the title. So getting your Zs, the mystery category, or Mamma Mia, what would you like to play, John? Getting your Zs, please. Getting your Zs. Okay, today we are looking for five artists with a name that begins with the letter Z. Now, that might be a first name, it might be a last name, it might be a band name. Just keep the letter Z in mind as you give all of the answers. You'll have 60 seconds to get as many of the five as possible. If you don't know an answer, say pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. First uh, question is our two-second song. Polly will play a, a song. You need to give me the title of the song and the band that includes that Z somewhere. To score that point, we'll go from there. John, you ready to play? Got it. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music, the category Getting Your Z's. Good luck, John. Let's take on Woods. Led Zeppelin, um, whole lot of love. Correct. Which artist's biggest hits include the line, I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's? Warren Zevon. Correct. His birth name is David, but which reggae musician took his nickname straight from his favorite? Correct. Which 1960s British rockers gained popularity in the U.S. with songs like She's Not There and Time of the Season? The Zombies. Correct. Which country artist had a breakthrough hit with 2005's Chicken Fried? Not Daisy Cup, um, don't know. All right, well, you've got plenty of time because that's the last one. Which country artist had a breakthrough hit with 2005's Chicken Fried? Yeah, he was rolling. Fozzie the Bear. All right, you got four. That is incorrect. That was Zach Brown Band. I wonder, and that was a great performance on those four. He crushed the first four. Led Zeppelin, Warren Zevon, Ziggy Marley, the Zombies. Zombies worries me a little bit for Woods, but we'll see. All right, let's bring him back in. Quick win for John. Hang on the line, John. We'll see if your score holds up. Woods doesn't get the category. He's been off for a couple of days. We'll see how the layoff affects Woods. <laughs> Has not played this game since uh, Wednesday because we had, obviously, real or fake on Thursday. See how the layoff affects me. You lost all of your musical knowledge in five days. We'll find out. Well, I'm going to compete. All right. John's score is locked in. Reset our two-second song. 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on John. 
whole lot of love, Led Zeppelin. Correct. Which artist's biggest hit includes the line, I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's. His hair was perfect. Is that Warren Zevon? It is. His birth name is David, but which reggae musician took his nickname straight from his favorite David Bowie album? Uh, pass. Which 1960s British rockers gained popularity in the U.S. with songs like She's Not There and Time of the Season? It's the uh, zombies. Correct. Which country artist had a breakthrough hit with 2005's Chicken Fried? Zach something. Zach Zach Brown. Correct. His birth name is David, but which reggae musician took his name straight from the favorite David Bowie Z- album? Ziggy Marley? Yes! Wow. Oh, and with a 5-4 wow. score. Woods pulls it out. Zach Brown being the difference there. That's what champions do. Category? They don't Did whine you, about layoffs. They the just win. And I have no idea what the category is. <laughs> Scary, spooky. Get, getting your Z's. Oh, Zeppelin, okay. Zevon, Ziggy, Zombies, and Zach Brown <sighs> Band. And John, great effort. He... He went through the first four in maybe 12 seconds. Oh, that's incredible. And then he did not know the country, Zach Brown Band, that you were able to somehow pull from the recesses of your mind. Dave Roberts should take a lesson from me. That's how a champion performs. Layoff didn't affect me a bit. I haven't played in five days. Five days. And I won because I'm a competitor. That's how you do it, Dave. Well done, Woods. Thank you. All right. uh, Don't do this. First of the week is coming up next. I am. Um, I saw a lot of people complaining about this yesterday. We lost our NFL team here in San Diego. We did. Why did the stupid NFL broadcast rules continue to give us worse viewing options here in San Diego? Why do we have a Chargers report card in our, our local there, paper? That's also a good question, but uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> that's probably Coming why. up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's check traffic right now on 97.3 The Fan. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. This hour on Bennett Woods brought to you by Smart and Final. Halloween shopping, making you want to scream. Head to Smart and Final for tricks, treats, and a whole lot of sweets. Pick up candy, Halloween decorations, and more in one trip. And that's it. Only it's Smart and Final. i got to don't do this for my children and my okay. mother-in-law who hung 
scary, creepy witches and werewolves in the trees in my front yard, and I walked out this morning and almost crapped my pants <laughs> because I had forgotten that they were there, That's and I walked out. They were hanging from the tree. I was like, ah! Oh, you little turds. That's what they're supposed to make you do. Scared me to death. (laughs) To death this morning. Almost killed me. I was like, I feel... Things are scarier at like 4.30 Uh, Dude, and it was all foggy this morning. And I'm like, there's people hanging from my tree. This isn't good. It's werewolf weather. It was very, very foggy and creepy. So well done, kids. You got your old man, which is, I know, the the goal. All right. uh, I'm speaking on behalf of those of us, and I'll count myself among them when I'm at work because I watch Red Zone at home. Sure. Then I go into work on Sunday. So in the afternoon games, I am uh, at the mercy of what is being shown, which is not as bad in the afternoons. The Red Zone's better in the 10 a.m. window. It's not as critical in the afternoon because there's usually only three or four games. But yesterday, I was watching the end of the 49ers game, uh, which was close, obviously. You know, the 49ers are coming down, a chance to kick a game-winning field goal, when all of a sudden... (laughs) Snap, oh, we have to leave you. Contractual uh, obligations mean that in the San Diego market, we have to carry the Los Angeles Rams game in its entirety. Uh, first of all, no, why? We're not We're not Los Angeles. I don't care about the L.A. Rams. I'm watching this and have been watching this 49ers game in the morning pretty much the whole way through, first on Red Zone, then at the end I'm just watching it to see who's going to win, and you rip it away from me at the last minute when it's about to be decided. You should never do that as a as a network, a network yeah, and as a never. league. Never turn off a game in the last minute or two when it's about to be decided from an audience that has watched for three hours. This is a long game. So three hours and 20 minutes or so you have watched this game. And then they pull it away from you. And I had no recourse at that moment to switch it to another channel to find it. So you lose that game. And then... It's not like the game. It's not like you go right to kickoff. They make you go for five minutes of commercials before the game even ah. starts. So they could have shown the end of the game, but instead you have to get those commercials in before the Rams game. Then you have to watch the entire Rams game. They could have switched away. The Rams were up by seventeen in the fourth quarter, but they have to wait until zeros are on the clock before they can switch over to the Eagles Jets game, which is. Coming down to the wire, and the, they have a chance to win. You miss the whole fourth quarter of that one as well, because why we in San Diego are forced to watch the Rams game as though we're the Rams market. Are there are there really more than a handful of Rams fans here in San Diego? I mean, Diego? I'm, I'm sure you know, there's some. This but, is a transplant town. I, there's, there's a lot of 49ers, but there's fans a lot here. of Patriots there's, fans here. Yeah. There's a lot of Bears fans here. There's a lot of every fan here. They all. Because why? They don't want to live in New England. They don't want to live in Chicago. They don't want to live in... They they move here. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, so you're always going to have that. But, you know, you, you asked the question, and I saw, you know, I saw a former editor of the... Sports editor of the Union Tribune complaining about the same thing. I'm like, buddy, you green-lighted the freaking... You're the editor. You green-lighted the report card for the L.A. Chargers. That was your... Your guy came to you and said, hey, what do you think about this for an idea? And you said, sounds good to me. And then you're wondering aloud why we are, you know, in cahoots with the L.A. market? You're part of the problem. I mean, at least the Chargers used to play here. The sure, Rams I never did. I get it. The Rams never did. I don't did. see a Clippers report card every uh, after every home game. Do you? Well, Kawhi sat tonight. and You know, I never see that. I mean, give me a break. The network's got to figure it out. I saw something also, I think it was on Friday, maybe even Thursday last week, um... 
ESPN cut away from whatever college football yeah. game they were watching. I don't. Is that the Hail Mary game? It, I don't think it was, oh, that was Thursday. I don't think it was a big game, but still, people had watched the whole game. There was a push at the end for a last minute, yeah. you know, comeback, and then they cut away with it because they had to go to preseason NBA basketball <laughs> because ESPN pays a lot of money for the NBA rights. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. I, you know, I, you have to let people finish what they started. There are actually two Hail Mary games this weekend. Did you see the end of the Colorado State-Boise State no, game? No, I, I saw the, the one on Thursday it night. Was, uh, it was like a 21-point comeback. In the last, I think they were down like 30-10 to 10 with four minutes to go. Good Lord. <laughs> and they came back, and they ended up winning on a Hail Mary. The crazy thing is, I saw the video. So they had a record crowd at that game at Colorado State, whatever it was, 30-something thousand. By the time the Hail Mary was caught, there had to be like 400 people left. They had... They had all left. Of thinking course. They were getting blown out by three touchdowns with four minutes to go. No one was there to see it at the end of the game. Their team won on a Hail Mary, and everyone was gone because they were down by so much. It was one of the weirdest highlights I had ever seen. Let's do. Let's jump right into do-do this, Paulie. D-D mega do-do. Saw this uh, pop on my feed yesterday and you know made the mistake of reading the comments, as I, I've Ugh. been known to do, but... Thought this was a pretty cool thing when the uh, Giants formerly interviewed assistant coach Alyssa Nakin, Nakin, Nakin for their managerial role. Um, she has been a coach with the Giants for a few years now and is very smart. And I, by all accounts, is very well respected uh, by all the guys that she helps work on hitting with. And so they interviewed her. I don't know if she's going to get the job. The uh, the One of the leaders in the clubhouse is Stephen Vogt. Uh, who would be a, a good manager as well and probably deserves a shot. But I thought this was a really cool thing for them to at least interview her. And it got me thinking. Now, I read the, the comments and I went, oh, God, wow, this is like 1955 in here. And I couldn't believe some of the stuff that I saw. Like, I have one question for you. If you're driving in your car right now. You really couldn't believe it? I, I, if you're driving in your car right now, and, and let's say the Giants are your favorite baseball team. My only question to to you would be this: Why not? Yeah. Like, why why wouldn't you want her? So if your answer is well, the guys aren't going to respect her because she never played a big league game. Well, Buck Showalter never played one major league baseball game. Joe Madden never played one baseball game. Jack McKeon never played a baseball game in the big leagues. Jim Leland, Earl Weaver. Joe McCarthy, who won 2,125 games in his big league managerial career, never played a major league baseball game. And the list goes on and on. Terry Collins. There's a bunch. I mean, there's a ton. Andy Green. Andy Green. Didn't win a bunch, but he was a a manager. (laughs) Why not? Like, why not? So, of course, uh, had to go to um, the source, right, And, and looked at our old pal. Uh, Aubrey Huff and what he had to say, and he will see. So, well, you know, women can't be managers because they manage emotionally. And I'm like, have you? Do you know who Earl Weaver is? Do you know who Terry Collins was? Do you know what Buck Showalter has done in his like? I'm more emotional than any woman I know by far. Good, bad. I'm weepier than any woman I know. I know I a lot am, of fans who want to see more emotion from their manager no as well. Yeah. I, I get pissy more than any women I know. I get angry. Like I may, I would manage from emotion. No, the people that had a problem with it, the people like Aubrey Huff, they're just 
very scared, insecure What's the, little like, boys. Like, why? Why wouldn't you want that? If if she's good and she's qualified, and she certainly is, she's on her way, and has the respect of the guys in the room, and has helped them become better hitters and whatnot. They've all credited her with being great. She has prepared, a master's in sports management. Master's in sports management. Like the answer, my question would just be, why not? Why wouldn't? I've worked for women. I've worked for men. Had no problem either way. None. And I, I just, it didn't register of like, what would be the big deal? Every manager's got 15 people that work with them. It's it's really rare to have, you know, the standalone, I make all decisions. In fact, they don't exist. Bruce Bochy does not make every decision for the Texas Rangers. Neither what does Dusty Baker. to get her period and trade the team? Like, right. Trade like, every yeah, superstar exactly. on the team? Like, like, like I, my I, God. I, I just, I, the question I just had, it just kept sticking my head. Why not? Why wouldn't you want? her to do that. Like, she checks off every box. She does. The other than, she never played in a big league game, but that's clearly not We've a box that needs that. to be checked. Yeah. I The only thing that surprises me is baseball has never been the fastest sport when it comes to progressive advancements. Um, I mean, there still hasn't been an openly gay player in right. Major League Baseball at this point, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. I mean, the NFL now has had an openly gay player. Uh, you thought maybe the NBA might might have a female head coach uh, before Major League Baseball would have a female manager. Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond, what she did with the uh, San Antonio Spurs, now obviously coaching in the WNBA Finals for the Las Vegas Aces. But uh, I think it's great. I mean, in a sport especially where every team is looking for something that could possibly be an edge that other teams aren't doing. Well, here's one. you can you, you, When you can double the amount of potential candidates for a job, isn't that a chance that you might find someone better for that position? When you have twice as many potential candidates for your open position than any other you know, competitor has, then you have twice the chance to find someone who's the right person for the job. It's as simple as that. You have twice the chance of finding the right person for that. Yeah, job. and you, you're like like Matt says in the chat. You just you want the best option available, and I, I I don't look at it as some sort of like like woke hire or anything like that. I just would think, hey man, she's here already. The guys know her; they respect her. She works well with them. They're not gonna they're not gonna interview somebody, whether it's a man or a woman, that doesn't work well with the people that she's already around because they're not turning over the whole roster, right? And yeah, you know what? Would would it be weird for all of us to sit and watch her chew, you know, Joey Bart out for missing a sign? <laughs> yes, it'd be weird because we've never seen it before. Really? We've never seen a woman yelling at a guy before. <laughs> never, never in my house. Never, <laughs> never. So they, I, you just—they seem to hold their own. I, in my experience, when they get mad, they can hold their own God, in an argument is, with any dude. My wife is terrible. promise you. When she gets mad, <laughs> it is the most terrifying scene that you've ever. Hey, maybe umpires will be like, eh, "I really don't want to make a bad call against." I this would team. love to see. I do her not want to get into that argument. Kicking the dirt, the whole bit. <laughs> Quite frankly, if I'm Bob Melvin, Bob Melvin should tell Doug Eddings that he's an idiot, just yes, like his father. That's exactly right. It's <laughs> exactly right. So I think it'd be. Very, I think it's really cool. Uh, good for them. I hope she gets a gig somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's it's it just it's you know we're we're still way far behind where we need to be. We are. So that's it. That's do do this. I mean, that's a do do this for them interviewing her on a Monday.
That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. If you've got some thoughts, uh, you can join us. Our phones are open right now, 833-288-0973. I can update you on that Kim Ng news as well out of Miami. There's an update to it There as is well. already yep. an update to that. Uh, we will get to that coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Lots of news. Women in baseball this morning. We are just talking about Alyssa Nakin being interviewed for the Giants managerial job. We had the breaking news this morning about Kim Ng leaving the Marlins as general manager, which was a big surprise considering Marlins just uh, went to the playoffs and had heard nothing but good things. Woodsy, you have an update on that story for yeah, us. Friend of the program, Tyler Kepner, uh, spoke to Kim this morning and says this. Her quote, last week, Bruce Sherman and I discussed his plan to reshape the baseball operations department. In our discussions, it became apparent we were not completely aligned on what that should look like, and I felt it best to step away. I wish to express my sincere gratitude and appreciation to the Marlins family and its fans for my time in South Florida. This year was a great step forward for the organization, and I will miss working with Skip and his coaches, as well as all the dedicated staff in baseball ops and throughout the front office. They are a very talented group, and I wish them great success in the future. So, yeah. you. you so had, Bruce Sherman's the owner of yeah. the Marlins. So you had a you had an option left on your, your deal, and after the season, you, you know, you go in for those meetings, and you sit down, and he says, well, this is what we want to do. And she says, oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We can't do that. We need to do this. And Bruce said, nah, we're, we're doing this. She said, well, then I, I'm not going to stay then if that, if we're not going to, you know, do what we need to do. And I, I admire her very much for that because again, GM jobs are very scarce in Major League Baseball. GM jobs for a woman are extremely rare in baseball. And the fact that you're so committed to your vision that you say, okay. You call their bluff, essentially, and go, all right, that's fine. I'll, I will be stepping down. Now, again, Boston needs a GM. The San Diego Padres have mentioned hiring a GM as a buffer between Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller. I would sign up for her today. The Mets need a GM. The Mets need a GM. I mean, there's big, big names and out I, there. I've got to think that, at the very least, before she made that decision... There was some feelers put out sure. about some some interest because, as you said, it's very hard to get a general manager's job in Major League Baseball. Very hard, even harder for a woman. The easy thing to do would have been to not when your owner comes up and says, "Here's our vision," yeah. and you go, "All right, all right, well, all right we'll do it. Uh, we'll figure it out." And you know, happy to do it. Can we uh, can we get an extension going here? And that's fine. She said, "It's really not. That's not how I." see this working and if that's truly what you want to do i don't think this is the right place for me takes an incredible amount of courage uh to to make that decision take that step i know we know that she and skip had a really good relationship together Very. uh you know she mentioned skip in her statement uh, as you just said just 
uh, what she said to Tyler Kepner, how she'll miss it working with him and the coaching staff. So uh, we'll see if she well, lands somewhere here this offseason. The article uh, that was written in her, written about her in The Athletic uh, before the season or before the, the offseason said she gets people to voice their opinions and creates a collaborative environment for the team. People like being heard and being part of these decisions. And you can see that in the decisions being made, there have been all these articles about the trades and the success of it, and that included everyone from the scouts to owner Bruce Sherman. Kim does really well at managing up and managing down and working laterally. She's a very thoughtful leader. I think that's what women bring more so than men. I just do. I think I think there there is more thought to it than I feel it in my gut. I feel it in my gut that this is the right move for the team. I think that women bring that way better than men do. It's inter- it's interesting because it's what AJ Preller always says he wants. How many times yes. have we heard him say, "Hey, good ideas come from everywhere. I want collaboration. I want everyone's voice to be heard in the room." But you also get the sense, at least from some people who have talked about what goes on in the Padres, that while that may be the the goal or the you know the intention of AJ Preller, that they don't feel as comfortable or they don't feel like their voices are necessarily being heard always. You know, even though that's what AJ says he kind of wants. I love the idea. I love that theory because it is true. The idea can come from everywhere, and if you're not considering what everybody in your in your team is saying, then then you're missing something. You probably are missing something good. But you can say it, or you can actually walk walk the walk and live it. And that yeah, that may be where the Padres have fallen short a little bit in the front office. I don't know. I'm not there. But that's you get that sense from people who have talked that have been part of it before. Yeah, I mean, the, if you you know read all the articles that have come out in the last few years about about AJ Preller's management style, it's that he likes people around him that agree with him. And you know what? It's not the worst thing in the world. It's not. I mean, it's not really how you He would to... disagree with that. He would say on... that. Yeah. He would say, I like to hear different ideas from everybody in the room. Right. He says it many times, yeah. but other people around him say that doesn't... It's not the case. Not really the case. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the old term of yes man, you're the yes man to somebody. It's not a fun way to live, being the yes man. Uh, it's also not fun, Ben, to be... The other side, the maverick, you know, that just does whatever he wants. You can't, neither of those, I feel like, are going to be super successful. Somewhere in the middle uh, is the sweet spot, I think, for running a baseball team. Not that I would know anything about running a baseball team, but m- my guess, my educated guess would say somewhere in the middle. It's got to be uncomfortable for all parties uh, a little bit. So we'll see. I, I have no doubt she's going to land on her feet. No doubt whatsoever. Probably with, before the week is over, uh, she'll have a new deal and be the GM or the assistant GM or something somewhere on a uh, in a better opportunity. Uh, if you want to join us, you can call right now, 833-288-0973. This hour on The Fan is brought to you by U.S. Bank. Explore flexible, safe, and smart solutions at usbank.com today. We'll be back right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. We uh, we haven't heard not much Padres news from the weekend. Pretty quiet again. It's been quiet for about a week now. As yes. Major League Baseball wants wants it pretty quiet during the postseason. They don't like a ton of news coming out, taking away from the attention of the Major League Baseball playoffs. And of course, yesterday the ALCS started with the Rangers beating the Astros two to nothing. Another great pitching performance by Jordan Montgomery, uh, who has been terrific this postseason. I was surprised. We were talking about it off here earlier. To learn that uh, 
Jordan Montgomery is 30 years old. I thought he was probably a little younger, maybe just because he hasn't been on my radar uh, and, you know, market as a free agent now. Very, very nice uh, way to enter the market, just Just dominating the postseason. Just as Blake Snell is. And now I kind of wondered... If you if you were a GM pursuing pitching and you wanted a you know a number one starter, who's your number one target? Is it is it Blake Snell coming off likely a second Cy Young award, but a little bit older and more innings? Yeah, I think you had what did you have the like a couple couple hundred more innings. The the use of Montgomery has not been as much as as Blake Snell has been used. They're around the same age. Or a Jordan Montgomery who has been excellent this postseason. And you feel tiny bit younger. Your gut tells you. Your gut tells you. Oh, Jordan Montgomery. I mean, I'm seeing people last night tweeting. This guy be a great fit for the Padres. I'm like, yeah. And 29 other teams are going to want a left-handed pitcher that is dominant in the postseason. Um, funny thing is, I was reading uh, a couple Yankee fans tweeted, Jordan Montgomery is the guy that Brian Cashman said, we don't see him in our playoff plans. Like, talk about a swing and a miss uh, from the Yankees on, on Jordan Montgomery. Traded him for Harrison Bader, who's in a walking boot, I think, still. I mean, just made no sense whatsoever. And now he is... You don't want to say coming into his own, but he's locked in right now in the most important games of the year. So if you're a GM, you're looking at it going, God, Blake Snell, Scott Boris, he's going to be massively expensive coming off of Cy Young. I can get Jordan Montgomery. I don't know why I feel he's going to be cheaper. I just feel he's going to be cheaper. than than a mar- He's not a marquee well, name. The, the price is going up with every start That's exactly the right. season. He yes. has a couple more wins. They get to the World Series. Yeah. It's going to keep going up and up. It may start getting close to what Blake Snell is going to be asking for and commanding on the open market as well. But it is another option out there uh, for teams that are searching, especially for left-handed starting pitching, of which there is uh, precious little uh, available usually. But uh, those two guys will definitely be top of mind uh, for, as you said, 30 teams really in Major League Baseball this offseason. The only teams that aren't interested are the ones who just don't want to pay or can't pay uh, because there's not a team that wouldn't happily add either of those pitchers to their starting rotation next year. Yeah, I mean, if you're Texas and you've you've seen him round into form and you've seen him be so big down the stretch and now you've seen him in the postseason, Texas has more money to spend. It wouldn't surprise me if they just locked him down, you know, sooner than later. Ben, as soon as the season's over, hey, we want you back. Let's let's run this back or whatever. Um, it'd be tough to to watch Texas let him get away. We saw uh, Justin Verlander didn't pitch poorly yesterday. Uh, the major trade deadline acquisition for the Astros. No, he there, pitched great. There is a chance that uh, the major trade deadline acquisition for the Rangers, Max Scherzer could also come back in this series. Now, he's not on the roster right now, correct? He pitched. No, he is. They he? did put him on the roster? Yeah, he's on the roster. So he is on the roster. I believe, I believe he's, he's not, on the roster. He's not scheduled to start a game yet, but he's available if they need him. Because he threw a side session, a couple of them before the series, and seems to be ready to go. Would you trust Max Scherzer at this point, though? Bro, I don't know that I would tr- trust Max Scherzer even if he was health, like right. the Dodgers series a couple years ago, he's like, I, I can't pitch. I've got dead arm. <laughs> All right, cool. Last year got lit up for the Mets. I don't. He doesn't. He'll watch him go out and throw lights out, seven innings, two hit ball. I'm not as sold on Max Scherzer today as I was Max Scherzer five years ago. I'm just. It's a nice arm to have, and you know he's going to compete. 
But I don't think he puts the fear of God into the Astros at all. Do you? I don't think so. I honestly, it's it's like you said, the the Rangers. Everything has been going so well for them. It almost feels like you'd be upsetting the apple cart a little right. bit to throw Max Scherzer into a game right now. I mean, it's not a, it's not the worst problem to have, right? Sure. And if he sucks, you pull him and go to the bullpen. You got you got Haney down there. You got a bunch of he guys. He feels that like, hey, in. all of a sudden we lose like three games in a row. We need something to change. You think about a Max Scherzer, but right now it's hard to change anything you've been doing. And I get it. In a seven game series, you're going to have to go to more pitching options than you did in the. The two-game wild card series that you played, and yeah. the three-game division yeah, arms, series you played. Arms are clutch. So you are going to need more arms, and maybe he's one of them going forward. John Gray was added as well. So Max Scherzer and John Gray added to the ALCS roster. That's huge. I mean, two more, two more big arms. Um, he struck out. Okay, this isn't. I mean, this isn't terrible. Look, started eight times for Texas, struck out fifty-three in forty-five innings, posted a three twenty ERA. Limiting opponents to 174, 249, 311 slash line. All right. I mean, that's good. That's good. But I think postseason Scherzer is what is kind of sticking in my head right now. But listen, I'm going to, I would take my, my chance and give him the ball, uh, in a game I needed to win. But he just, I just don't know that he, he puts the fear of God into, to that other team. Montgomery could come back on regular rest in game five, which yep. would be on Friday. So, you know, Ivaldi's going tonight, then a day off tomorrow. So you will need, Starters in Game 3 and 4 for the Texas Rangers. They have not officially named anyone for those games yet. So we'll see what Bruce Bochy ends up doing. I mean, it's it's Boch. I don't think that necessarily means he's got to go with a veteran in those spots. But he probably... There'll be at least part of him that wants to trust a veteran in those situations coming back home for those games. He's probably going to start Game 3. That would be Wednesday night. I would guess. In front of the home crowd. Probably... Probably game three. All right. Uh, We will see what happens. All right. We are done with uh, two hours already on Ben and Woods. We'll come back, reset everything. Woods is back from Las Vegas. He had some stories to tell earlier in the show. Get back to all of that coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 